When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing? You heed the call of fall, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So, take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts, and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden, and on this episode, we're going to talk again about Starship, big, big news, SpaceX, planned Starship's Mark 1 South Texas launch, because they applied for a uh, communications permission through the FCC. Okay, so... SpaceX is going to receive FAA permission to upgrade its South Texas launch facilities for Starship. And it appears that Starship will launch no earlier than October of 2019. That's this year. There's only a few months left in this year. Uh, Elon Musk said he wants to launch Starship orbitally by the end of this year. And according to this FCC application, Starship test flight will have a max altitude of 22.5 kilometers, which is 74,000 feet. And the application confirms several details about Starship Mark 1's debut. The SpaceX will kick off their test campaign uh, with a running hop. Uh, 150 meters, 500 feet. That's the first launch, the first test. The company is also targeting an altitude of 12.5 miles in the coming months. So we're in it for this year. Starship is going to be launching and we're going to be watching every single one of these. They're going to live stream them, I'm sure. So I can't wait to see this stuff. It's going to be amazing. They're doing lots of work in Boca Chica. They're getting Starship ready. They're getting it ready for the Starship Interplanetary Press Conference on the 28th of this month. The final bulkhead for the vehicle has been spotted. Four pads in the shipyard are getting ready to hold some rings. And that's all from Austin Bernard on uh, Twitter, by the way. So SpaceX continues to work around the clock to make Starship a real thing. Because right now they have some pieces together and they have, you know, a pretty good semblance of what Starship is going to become. They don't have it quite built yet. Not to launch capabilities. New rings have been stacked on top of the vehicle's tank section several days ago. And locals in Boca Chica, Texas have spotted 
that there's been deliveries of legs and fins built out of riveted steel at this point. SpaceX's Boca Chica team continues to attach Starship's tip to the rest of its curved nose section. It's, it's one of their more difficult things that they're trying to work on right now. They've recently separated the segments for the first time in months. And primarily, uh, Starship Mark I is going to be a test vehicle to see how high we can get this puppy and see if they can actually get an orbital test by the end of this year. So documents that have been acquired and published on September 5th by Business Insider. I've said that the assembly facility's expansion and they've also provided an excellent overview of SpaceX's planned upgrades to its Starship launch pad. And they need approval for some of these things and they got a lot of approval. And SpaceX is known for kind of going over time, right? So Elon Musk has these very ambitious plans. Sometimes he works well with his team and sometimes, you know, everything kind of comes together at the last moment and they get these things working. They also sometimes go over by months because sometimes it's just red tape. Sometimes it's technical. Sometimes they have to fix some stuff up. All right, my friends, I'm going to take a quick break, a little pause for the cause, pay some bills. I'll be right back. Just a brief moment after you hear from my sweet, sweet sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. And that's what I'm foreseeing Starship. Now, they have a lot of proven technology already in their engines. Their motors are going well. So that shouldn't be a problem. The actual spacecraft itself, um, they need to continue building it. They need to continue putting the pieces together, basically. Right now, it's like a puzzle. They know exactly what they have to put together, though. So by the end of this year, we will have a working starship in orbit. Now, there's going to be phases to the experimental test program. Five to ten wet dress events, which will verify ground systems and spacecraft by fueling the starship. Not going to launch, just fuel it, just verify that things work. There's going to be a static fire. Uh, a total number of five static fires. Verify the engine ignition and performance by conducting a brief few-second ignition of the Starship's engines. Small hops. There's going to be three of those. Verify engine ignition and thrust to lift the Starship a few centimeters off the ground. Going to be some more small hops in phase two. Three of them. Engine ignition and thrust to lift the Starship over 30 centimeters and up to 150 meters. Medium hops, still in phase two. It's going to be three of those. Engine ignition and thrust to lift the Starship over 30 centimeters and up to three kilometers. Phase three, this is going to be awesome. Large hops. There's going to be a total number three of these. Engine ignition and thrust to lift Starship to 100 kilometers. Flip the Starship at high altitude and conduct a re-entry and landing. That's what I want to see. I want to see all of it, but I want to see phase three more than anything. This is going to be amazing, my friends, and I can't wait for all of this to happen. And I want you to be part of it. So make sure to subscribe to the show. Make sure to hit me up on Twitter at Space News Pod, on Instagram at Space News Pod one, Facebook at Space News Pod, of course. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, anything, just let me know. I'm going to leave a, a link in the show notes for two free audible books for you. 
So check that out. And I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.